Welcome to the Minute Church Podcast. Today we're continuing our series, Ever Wonder Why? Today's sermon is entitled, Why Should I Trust God? We're going to learn that it is okay to question God when things don't seem to be going our way. And I promise you that God would rather you run to Him with your questions than run away from Him in doubt. So today, sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. Today, we're going to be continuing our series, You Ever Wondered Why? You Ever Wondered Why? Man, today I'm pumped up and I'm excited about this one. And this today's sermon is entitled, Why Should I Trust God? Why Should I Trust God? Listen, this whole series, we're going to be hopefully uploading it to the podcast this week. We've got a couple more weeks that we're going to be diving into this. But I've answered some tough questions, and man, it's really blessed me. And it's some of the things you're going to hear today, man. I hope it will really get you to ponder and, and question, you know, some things. And, and maybe it will apply it to your life. And I hope you've been applying these things because these messages have, have helped me too, man. They've been great. I've loved them. So if you miss one, you got to go back and check them out. They're all on our Facebook and our YouTube channel. But they should be on the podcast this week. It's going to be great. But have you ever felt like life is an ongoing battle? An ongoing battle. Anybody ever felt like that? It seems like you get through one headache and one problem or one issue, and all of a sudden, I get hit with another one. And then as you get through it out, I get hit with another one. And after that, <laughs> Robbie was sharing with me just a little bit this morning about, man, he's like, man, this week's just been tough. It's been rough on us. And, and you know, he's like, problem at the problem. So I get it, man. I've been there. I know, I know what the issues. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, life's just happening. <laughs> Listen, I did a wedding yesterday. I don't know if you're watching or listening, but <laughs> it was so nice. They were all romantic. And, and I'm like, listen, your life's just beginning. I said, and when I was doing the wedding, I said, listen, when you when you remember these moments and, and remember the vows that you're saying and, and when you get mad at one another and you want to give up and you're fighting in the battles, just remember what you're saying today. <laughs> Joke's on them. <laughs> I love it. Life can be an ongoing battle. It can be challenging. Our marriages can be challenging. Our relationships can be challenging. We can have our lives turned upside down. It can be very, very difficult to adjust. And sometimes we get in the middle of things and we're hoping for the best, right? And we're hoping for that good outcome. Some of us today may be fighting to pay our bills. We may be fighting an ongoing addiction. We may be fighting just to keep our kids on track. We may even be fighting just to get our kids to school on time. We may be fighting to hold our marriages together, our relationships together, keeping our friends and our, our family from going crazy, keeping ourselves from going crazy and going insane. You may be wore down today. You may be fighting doubts, discouragement, and depression. Why should I trust God? Why should I trust God? So we're going to dive into this a little bit deeper today. And I'm going to talk to you from, uh, about King David in Psalms 20 here. See, he was preparing for the fight. He was preparing for battle. And there's a powerful statement that he says, and I'm going to read this to you in just a minute. And, but he believed, uh, he believed, will, uh, believe will build your faith for battle. Your beliefs will build your faith for battle. When you believe in something, it's going to build your faith for the battle. So in Psalms 20 and 7, it says, some tr- trust in the chariots and some trust, or excuse me, some trust in the chariots and some in the horses. So some trust in the chariots and the horses. 
And I want you guys to underline this. If you're taking notes, you can write it down. But we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. If you're taking notes, you can write that down. We trust in the name of the Lord, our God. But what I like about this verse is oftentimes I'm that some there at the beginning. Some trusted in the chariots. Some trusted in the horses. Y'all ever been there? Or am I the only one that's, that's been that some? Uh, or, or if all of us just kind of just trusted God always? <laughs> but listen, listen, look at this, look at this. Some trusted in the chariots and the horses. And what that means is they trusted what they could see. What they could see. They could see the chariots. They could see the horses. I mean, I, I like watching movies and especially war movies. And I like watching especially older time war movies where they had the horses and they're riding down there. And, and I like seeing them horses. Like the horses are like, man, they're trained up good. They got that, that war face on. They're like, yeah, let's go to battle. <laughs> and they not ever. It's okay, y'all can laugh. <laughs> but, but, but if I'm going into battle... If I'm going into a battle, y'all think about this. If you're going into a battle, it's easier to trust that war horse, right? That person on that, 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 that horse that, that's up there and he's riding. He's got all the brass on. He's got the captain's helmet. It's easy to trust them, right? Because you can see them. Man, I see his medals. I see his, his rewards that he's got, his, his service memorability that he's got on there that he's displaying because he's been in battle before. I can trust what I can see. But see, God, I can't see. I can't see God out there. On my campus, I can't see God. But I can see the men on the horses. I can see the chariots. So let's look at this. Let's look at this. Let's, let's kind of apply it to some context here. So we can trust in, in those people that obviously have all these awards and, and you can look up to them like, man, they've done this, this, and this. Man, they got experience. But I'll run into battle with them. You know, like the sergeant generals and our government leaders and those high up people in the military, man, they've seen it all. They've seen things that's unimaginable. I'll go into battle with them. Hey, hey, listen, they, they about to start a battle back here. They're going to do an arm wrestling tournament. <laughs> I'm going to go back here. I'm going to trust you because you got muscles. I can see it. And some of us trust our banks with their money, right? I trust the, my bank when, I, when my check goes in there. I trust them that they're going to hold it and, and not take it and rob me from it, right? I, 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 but, but, but see, but see, y'all check this out. See, see, our banks gives limited ability to control, right? So if I go to the ATM right now, I can only get so much money out of the bank account. I'm limited to my access. I can only go to certain places to get my money out. I can only go somewhere to get these things. But y'all check us out. Check us out. <laughs> but I want to encourage you today that most of us, are, or excuse me, what should encourage you the most about David isn't just his faith, but it's his faith about his doubts. What? What? That don't make sense. You want me to trust David's doubts? So y'all check us out. Check us out. So earlier David here, Earlier in the scripture, so we're looking at Psalms 20 a while ago. Back in Psalms 11, or excuse me, Psalms 13, 1 and 2. Same David here. So David, so, 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 David, we shouldn't just look at his faith, but we should look at his faith after his doubts. 
So back in, in verse uh, Psalms 13, it says, How long, Lord, will you forgive me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? Verse 2, How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemies triumph over me? Now, this is just David, just a, a few chapters before this here in Psalms 20. So in Psalms 20, he's like, we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. We trust in him. So what happened between chapter 13 and chapter 20? We're going to look at it. We're going to dive deep. See, I'll check it out. At one point, David was saying, I'm not sure how I can trust God. In verse 13, he's like, I'm not sure. Or chapter 13, he's saying, I'm not sure how I can trust God. I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to trust God. But later on in verse 20, he's like, I'm going to talk and serve God with all of my heart, with all that I do. And it ought to excite you guys to know that, hey, it don't matter if you've doubted God before. You can start and take a change today. Because David just a few short, a few short chapters ago was doubting God. And he went later on and trusted him with his soul self. So why should I trust God? And today I got a few answers to that question that you guys may be dying to know. Why should I trust God? Why should I trust him? Why should I trust this person that I can't see? I know for me, y'all think about this. Uh, what, we were, me and Tasha were talking about this going down the road the other day. And, uh, you know, we, we, we were talking. And, and, you know, for me, I like to drive. I drive everywhere. I drive a lot. The other week I put like 2,500 miles on our uh, vehicles I've been driving. That's a lot of miles. That's a lot of time in car vehicles. It was rough. I like to drive, and it, and it makes you feel good when people say, "Hey, he drives a lot. He has experience driving. I trust his ability." But we were riding down the road, and and we got to talking, and there was this car called a Tesla. I don't know if y'all have seen them or heard about them, but they're pretty fancy and. Did you know that, that these Teslas, that you can program these things, and they'll pretty much drive themselves? It's pretty cool, ain't it? I need a car that does that sometimes because, man, I like to stretch back and just kick it back. and <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Not while I'm driving wise. <laughs> but anyway. But they do. They know how to operate. They're smart. They know how to go so far. If they start breaking in front of you, they start slowing down. Uh, but they're cool. But what's scary is... Is ain't nobody behind the wheel. That scares me. I don't trust a car that does that, to be honest with you. And that's kind of the same way. We trust what we can see, but we don't trust what we don't. So how do we trust God? I got it very simple for you. You question God. Pastor Michael, I can't believe you said that we have to question God. Question God. Question God. I want you guys to know it's okay to question God. It is okay for you to say, God, why is this happening? God, why did you allow this to happen? It's okay to, to, to say, God, why'd you do this? Yes, beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yes, you can question God. See, see, David here in the Bible, I love David. He questioned God. How do I know? Because we're going to read about it here in just a moment. Go check us out. <laughs> See, David, a man after God's own heart, even questioned God. So if David in the Bible, a man after God's own heart, can question God, you can question God. 
someone once said, we're closer to God when we're asking questions than, we're think, than, than we think when we hold all the answers. We're closer to God when we're asking questions than when we think we hold all the answers. See, we think we know it all. We think we have the questions and the answers to every single thing that takes place in our life. Who in here has kids? <laughs> Me. How many in here, your kids know everything? Your kids know more than you do, right? Amen, Pastor. You know what I'm saying? Your kid, my kids, they're, they're uh, how old are they now? Fixed to be 10 and 7. They think they know it all. Well, Daddy, this is right. I'm like, I'm telling you, it's not right. I'm telling you, you're about to do something dumb. It ain't going to work out like I quit it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your kids think they know everything. Y'all just be honest. Y'all thought y'all knew everything when y'all were kids, and some of you still think you know everything. But that's there's something neither here nor there. <laughs> But see, we get close to God when we start answering questions or we start asking questions. We get close to him. I love asking questions because it's how you gain knowledge. When we do different things here, I always tell you guys, I love when you ask questions because I love answering questions because now you know. Y'all know something about me and my life? Ask me, I'll tell you. You know how we got from here to there? Ask me, I'll tell you. And, and, so, and so it's okay to ask questions because you get closer to God. And see, that's exactly what happened in the Bible in Mark. There was a man in the Bible in Mark uh, 9. If you don't know this story, basically there was a man and his son was battling an evil spirit. An evil spirit. And so this was kind of, kind of paints you a picture, y'all. I hope y'all ain't watching this, but maybe you've seen the little exorcist thing, the little girl kind of living off the bed and just kind of doing some lifting, levitation stuff. It's kind of what was going on here. This kid and boy was demon-possessed and, and, and had all these demons in him. And, and it said that the boy had a spirit upon him that he would convulse and, and foam would come out of his mouth. Ugh. It's kind of scary, isn't it? <laughs> Power crash compels you. But see, the dad told Jesus that there was an evil spirit in him. There's an evil spirit here. So y'all check this out. Mark 9 and 22. It has often... I, it has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. Watch for this question here. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. Anybody ever had a, something happen in their life? And you cry out to God and say, God, have pity on me. Have pity on us, God. God, help me. God, where are you? God, help me. I don't know if you guys know this or not. If you got me on Facebook, I'm in the process of writing a movie. And, and so, got, so something Scott's put on my heart several years ago. And, and we just kind of been playing around with it. And, and we were trying in the process of getting some final touches on it. And then God just kind of took everything and, and told me to rewrite it. And so we're rewriting it. He told me to take a pause because we need to focus on the church and instead of that. But now we're refocusing it. But the name of the movie is Where Are You? Where Are You? And it kind of ties into this message and saying, hey, God, where are you? God, where are you in these moments that I need you? You cry out and you say, God, have pity on us. What should we do? What are you going to do, God? Check it out. <laughs> if you're ever wondering why, ask God. Ask God. If you don't know what to do, pray for wisdom and ask God for wisdom. If you're hurting Cast your cares on God. Why? Because he cares for each and every one of you. 
when you're struggling with something, when you're dealing with something in your life, it may not make sense, but trust in God. Trust the process. You may not receive the answer you necessarily thought you was going to get, but guess what? God is in control. God has a purpose. God has a reason. Y'all need to go back and listen to the last three messages we preached on this because it's all in here. But God has a rhyme and a reason why he does everything. See, I promise you, and God would rather you run to him with questions than for you to run with your doubts. He'd rather you run to him, God, I'd rather come to God and say, God, I don't know why you're doing this. I don't understand it. I don't know why you put me in these predicaments. I don't know why you let my washer and dryer mess up. I don't know why you let my car tires bust out. I don't know why gas is going up. I don't know why there's a war across the you know, country. I don't understand what's going on. God, why? I'd rather come to him with my questions than I ever would run in doubts. Run and hide. So when you question God, you have to pray. You have to pray. So if you're taking notes, number two, you have to pray. Pray. See, look at the text here. His dad was hurting. And he was even wondering if Jesus was going to do anything about it. And Jesus responds in verse 23. So it's Mark uh, 9, 23 through 24. If you can, said Jesus, if you can, everything is possible for one who's, for one who believes I like this, verse 24. Immediately the boy's father explained. Watch the prayer here. I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. I believe God can do anything. And I know that God can do more in a moment than I can do in 10,000 lifetimes. I know God can do it because I've seen him do it. And so he prayed and he prayed and, and, and his dad's like, hey, help me overcome this unbelief. And I've had to pray that, God, if God, I know you can do it, but I have this doubt in my heart, God, God, help me get rid of the doubt and trust in you. Pray those prayers. See, the dad was struggling, and he asked the questions. Then he began to pray, help me. I want to believe. I want to believe it. Maybe deep down in his heart, he, he, he sort of believed that God was going to do it. And then maybe he was thinking, maybe not all the way. Maybe God's just going to partially Get the this, this spirit out of him. Maybe instead of foaming at the mouth and having these convulsions, he'll just live with the spirit in him. He won't do none of that stuff. And maybe that's where you're at today. Maybe you believe and know that God can do it, but there's still that doubt. Well, maybe God's not going to do it this way. Maybe God's just going to partially do it. Maybe God's just going to hang on just a little bit. So we've got to trust in God. We've got to ask questions, and we've got to pray. Help me believe. I want to trust you. I'm not sure how. Help me trust in you. Help me overcome my beliefs. See, these are the dad's questions that he asked. Then he prayed for the Spirit of God to help him to have faith. Hey, I'll check out Jesus here. He said, come back to me later when you're more serious. What's up with that, Jesus? Why are you going to tell me to come back when you're more serious? I'm going to tell you, there's been times that, that I've seen people pray and they'll be down there and they'll pray, praying for God and they'll be weeping, they'll be crying, they want God to do it. I've even done this myself from time to time. God, I, I want you to do this. I want to see life's change and I want to have this and that and that and I want you to do all these great things. But deep down in my spirit and, in, and the enemy is telling me, hey, you're not serious. You don't really want these things. 
And maybe that's you today. Maybe, maybe you're thinking in your mind, you're just having that doubt. Come back. See, see. Come back when you are more serious. Come back to me more later when you're more serious. Be prepared or prepared. Be better prepared. Have you have faith that's a little of mustard seed? You guys never seen a mustard seed? They're super small. They're tiny. They're itty bitty. And you can tell any mountain. It tells us in the Bible. If you have faith that's a little as a mustard seed, you can tell a mountain to be moved. And I physically believe that you can tell a true mountain to be moved, like a physical mountain to be moved if you have just enough faith that's a mustard seed. And as long as it's in God's will and, and God wants that to happen in your life, I truly believe that can ha- take place in our lives. But I also know if we have faith, this little mustard seed, the situations that we're in today and that we're going through, that God could help us to be moving mountains. But we have to be serious. We have to take God serious and know that he's going to do it. And we have to trust in him that the situations that we're going through, that he's allowing us to go through for a reason because he's preparing us for something bigger and better. See, God, or Jesus acknowledged the dad's questions. He heard his prayers. He cast out the demon. And the dad's faith was built upon. So we can find it difficult at times to trust God. It'd be difficult. I'll just be transparent with you in the middle of 2020. I started questioning God. I started questioning God deep. God, is this what we're supposed to be doing? Are we supposed to be doing med at church, God? COVID take place, everything's shut down. We can't have church. Online campus is doing great and they're amazing and we love them. But it wasn't the same. It didn't feel good. And it was hard for me to trust God because I didn't see what he was preparing us for. Those moments when it was just me, Tasha and Abby and Fernando here, it was tough to trust God. It was tough trusting God when we didn't see what was taking place. See, we faced problems, we faced issues, we faced things that happened Nobody can prepare you to plan a church and nobody can definitely help you prepare a church during a pandemic. But guess what? We questioned God. We trusted God and we prayed and we prayed and we, here in a moment, we're going to talk about surrender. We surrender our whole self to God and said, God, whatever you're going to do, we're going to allow you to do it. And here we are two years later. See, we face the problems that we don't understand. We faced issues that we didn't understand, but we knew that God was preparing us for something bigger and better. There's about 30-something people here today. And that's awesome. (laughs) I love it. I'm so glad you guys are all here. And when I tell you, that it thrills our souls and it thrills us to death. Because, and I don't have any on our online campus and we're glad you guys are tuning in with us and, and, and hanging out with us. And we love you guys just as much as we do everybody here. There was times that I wanted to give up and not trust the process because I didn't understand. And it feels good to know y'all were here. <laughs> I'm glad y'all were here. I'm so glad y'all were here. <laughs> All right, so one of my favorite verses in the Bible is from Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understandings. Verse 6, all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. See, when we were in those moments and we wasn't we unsure, we were unsure of what was going to take place, we were unsure what was going to happen, we had to lean into God. 
Not on our own understanding. Would you guys to underline that or, or write that down? Lean not on your own understandings. Because God is a God of, of mystery. And it's what makes him so great. He's awesome. But the middle part really grabbed my attention. There was not leaning on our own understandings. See, when we have a problem, we don't usually sometimes don't understand why it's happening. If my debit card don't work, I want to know why it ain't working. I want to start finding out why. If I go to the bank and it's not taking, I want to know what's up. Just like our bank cards, we only have limited access. Your understanding is very limiting. Our understanding is limited. Our understanding is limited. Everything we do, we may not understand. Everything that God does may not be understanding. I'm going to close with this in just a moment. See, the why that happens, we may not understand because it's limited. Our understanding is limited. But God's word says, do not lean on what is limited. See, when we, lim when we lean on to God, God is, has endless possibilities. When we trust in God and we hold him fully, God is in control and he trusts us. I want to encourage you guys today, instead of leaning on the wise, lean on the trust. Lean on to God. If you're struggling today, you have things going on in your life, keep trusting God. See, I want y'all to understand something. Trusting God doesn't mean you always get what you want. Understand what I'm saying here. Trusting God doesn't mean you always get what you want. Trust me, I want a lot of things. I want a lot of cool things. I want a lot of things to take place within this church. But God said, hey, you're in this moment where I have you at. Trusting God doesn't mean you always get what you want. God, well, I trusted you to do this. God, I trusted you to do that. God, I, I wanted you to do this in my life and you didn't do it in my life because you know I, I, I thought it was going to be this way. It doesn't mean when we don't get what we want, it doesn't mean that nothing bad will ever come your way. Bad things are going to happen in our lives. They're just going to come our way. Bad things are just going to take place in our life. Why? Why do bad things happen to good people? I don't have a good answer for you, but God's preparing you for something bigger and better yet. God's getting ready to bless you in mighty ways, and you just don't even know it because you all have a story, and a story worth telling. But we may not get the answer that we're looking for. we got to quit putting too much expectations on God. Well, what does that mean? Well, God, I was expecting you to do this. God don't have to do nothing. Well, God, I was expecting you for this. I was expecting you for that. I was expecting you to heal them. I was expecting you to touch us this way. And I was hoping to, to get this car. I was hoping to get this promotion. I was expecting you to do this. I'm trusting you, God. I was expecting you to do it. Where are you? Why should I trust you if you're not going to fulfill these things? God may not have gave you those things. And may not have done what you thought he should because he's getting ready to do something big in your life. You may not see it. You may not understand it, but you have to keep trusting in God. You have to keep trusting in him.
See, see what David did here is see, he questioned God, he prayed, and then he surrendered. He gave his whole self to him. See, see, that's what David did. He questioned, where are you? He prayed. He said, one thing I asked dwell within me. He surrendered. He said, I'm not, I'm not going to trust in the horses or chariots. I'm going to trust in God. See, that's what the dad did. He questioned everything. God, can you even do it? He prayed, I do believe, but help me to overcome this. He surrendered, and when he surrendered, God healed his son. And what did Jesus do? He questioned my God, why? Why? And then he prayed. He said, Father, it's in your hands. It's in your hands. And then he surrendered, and three days later, he was risen from the tomb. See, God can do more in a moment than we can do in 10,000 lifetimes. A lot can happen in three days. Because on a Friday, it looked like it was over. But on Sunday, the stone was rolled away and he wasn't there. Make sure you guys are here on Easter Sunday. You will, if you can, will you stand with me this morning? Let's pray. God, we just want to thank you again for this day, God. Lord, today, we may be struggling. We may be even questioning you right in this very moment. We may be even wondering why you didn't do the things that we've prayed for and been praying for. God, how do we trust you when you don't touch us, you don't touch our marriages. God, you don't save our marriages. You don't save our relationships. You don't help us with our income. You don't help us get that promotion, God. God, why should we trust you? But God, when we have these things come to our mind, help us to question you, help us to pray, and help us to surrender to you today. God, right now, I just want to pray over everybody in this place on our online campus. And God, that may list this later on. Lord, help us to surrender our whole self to you. Because the enemy wants to tell us that you're not there, that you're not with us, that you don't mean anything. But God, you mean every single thing to us. And God, you're going to be right there with us in every single moment of our lives. And if you don't know who Jesus is today, or if you want to make a recommitment today to Jesus, all you have to do is say the simple prayer. Dear God, thank you for sending your son Jesus down the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins and help me to when it gets hard to know you're still with me. Help me to always trust you even when the enemy tells me I shouldn't. Help me always. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.